Blessings, and welcome to Arms Upheld, Support in Life's Hard Battles. I'm Lynn Pierce, and I'm here to hold up your arms with encouragement, something to think on, and a prayer to focus on the one who holds all things together while you continue to fight the battles in your life. In the midst of battle, life can feel overwhelming, challenging, or beyond. I don't know what God has called you to do, what battlefield you are walking through, but at times you may find yourself feeling this way. I want you to know that even though your battle likely looks different than mine, I'm here to support you. I want to stand with you until the breakthrough happens and you can see the victory materialize. My hope is that these few minutes we spend together will help you lighten your load, feel seen, connected, and loved, and fix your eyes on Jesus. Let's begin with God's Word. He sent from on high. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. Psalm 18, verse 16, and also 2 Samuel 22, verse 17. I've shared in the last two episodes about our family trip to Niagara Falls, but have yet to speak of any encounters with the falls themselves. Our lives are full of experiences that God uses to reveal His truth, express His love, and shift our perspectives. I could probably break down those few days and share for months, but for now, I want to share with you what God woke me with the last morning before we headed home. You see, after our initial amazement at the splendor and speed and sound of the many waters rushing over the falls, we began to see our limitations. We do not currently hold passports. Therefore, we couldn't cross over the Rainbow Bridge and visit Canada and see the view they were enjoying opposite the falls. The Maid of the Mist, the boat tour that takes you up the river below the falls, offering its own unique perspective, was not yet open for the season. The storms the week before had also knocked out power on Goat Island. Goat Island is the land between the American Falls and the Canadian Horseshoe Falls. There are observation platforms and trails, but the gift shop and elevator to access the Cave of the Winds were closed due to the lack of electricity. Even the Welcome Center that was set to open this spring was barricaded and incomplete. Our experience of Niagara Falls was impeded by a number of factors. That final morning as I awoke, I realized that we were missing out by continually expressing our desire to return when more opportunities were available to us. We were failing to embrace the full experience of what we did have. Our whole purpose in coming was to get away as a family but also to marvel at God's beautiful creation and the majesty of the fall of the Niagara River. We could do that. I insisted that we make one more trek to the falls before heading out. We drove over to Goat Island. One blessing of the lack of electricity 
was that the parking kiosks didn't work, and therefore parking was free. As we walked toward the impressive Horseshoe Falls, the spray blew into our faces. As we drew nearer, I invited my family to sit on the benches and close their eyes, to open ourselves up to experience where we were, to simply sit in the majestic presence and listen and feel. The intensity of the falls had previously caused us to increase the volume of our own voices in order to communicate, even in our small group. As we quieted ourselves, we could hear the birds and the roar of the falls themselves. This brought to mind a verse in Revelation. As John is describing Jesus in the first chapter, verse 15, he says, His voice was like the roar of many waters. The sound of the falls will ever be my reference for that verse. Had we come all this way and missed hearing the voice of Jesus? Was it possible for him to be speaking right next to us and we missed it because of the loudness of our own grumblings? As I sat silent with fresh spray chilling my face, the sacredness of the moment filled my spirit. How many times have I looked elsewhere and Jesus was right next to me, speaking his words, his truth, into my life and my heart. However many times I'd missed it before, I now sat awestruck in his holy presence, content and grateful. Contentment and gratitude don't come naturally to us. We must train ourselves to be intentional in this pursuit. This is something we can practice daily. What blessings are already in our lives? Where do we find beauty and joy? As we draw our focus toward these things, we grow thankful and content. I invite you to sit with me in the majestic presence of God. Listen and feel Him. While we're here, Why not thank him for all those gifts that have flowed down into our lives lately? Remember how Eugene Peterson states James 1.17 in the message version? The gifts are rivers of light cascading down from the Father of light. Niagara Falls will always hold this visual for me as well. The amount of good gifts the Father lavishes on us. As I think of this, My eyes relax and open a bit wider. The corners of my mouth lift effortlessly. Warmth spreads to my cheeks as his love fills my heart. The roar of many waters is also recorded in Revelation 19.6. 
This time, John is describing the voice of a great multitude praising God at the marriage supper of the Lamb. For we were not created to simply sit in the presence of the Lord and listen, but actively engage with the God of the universe. We are invited to join in with fellow believers, heaven, and all creation praising Him. Hallelujah, for the Lord our God, the Almighty, reigns. Let us rejoice and exult and give Him the glory. Like I said before, contentment and gratitude don't come naturally to us. This is something we practice in order to grow. So we may not be ready to bellow out a hymn of praise just now. Our battles often overwhelm us, and it can feel like our circumstances have swept us away, and there's a drop-off ahead. This week, I invite you to try out a new perspective. Because sometimes what we feel is an illusion, and the truth may just be a firm place to stand. Perhaps we are standing safely on Luna Island, a piece of land or a really big rock right next to the American Falls that actually divides it from the Bridal Veil Falls, which is the third and smallest of the falls that makes up the famous trio. What if Jesus has already plucked us from the water, but the sound still deafens and the spray keeps us wet? The drop is still perilous, but under our feet is solid rock. And the rushing waters are the voice of Jesus speaking to us. So today, I'm going to offer you space to listen and to speak to God on your own. If the time I offer isn't enough, feel free to stop this episode and spend as much time as you need drawing near to our Lord and praising Him. May His voice pour into your heart like rushing waters. Thank you for spending a few minutes with me. Your time is precious and I appreciate it. 
If you enjoyed this podcast and it has helped you in any way, please tell a friend so it may bless them as well. You can find links in the show notes to connect with me on Instagram or through my website and even subscribe to my email list. As always, your battle may look different than mine, but let's stand together. I'll keep your arms upheld until victory is real in your life. Remember, God is for you, and so am I.